Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Braz. Monica is the Communications Manager for BBB Serving Western Ontario. We are now into the third decade of the 21st century. The Internet has changed not only how we do things, but in many cases it has changed what we do. Many businesses exist because of the Internet, and every business is impacted either directly or indirectly by it. This morning, we will be talking with SmartWebPros.com, who can help you with an effective Internet presence. So we welcome Jeff Christofferson, who is the president. Good morning, and thank you for having me. So, Jeff, it's great to have you on the show. Maybe we can start off with something um, a little bit maybe more basic. You know, how important is it, would you say, in this day and age to have an Internet presence? Well, 2020, um, you need to have an Internet presence if you're in business, uh, period. It's, uh, it's, it's just a fact of business life. So if a business, you know, maybe they're new or maybe they're um, established but they don't have a website or they haven't really even thought about updating their website in the last few years, mm-hmm. what would be a good place for them to start? Like do they just overhaul the whole thing or do they evaluate, you know, a little bit of what they already have? Or So everyone is in a different place. But uh, at the end of the day, um, a business owner needs to understand that his or her website represents their business, represents them. And um, if they don't have a website, in a way, they're they're forfeiting their uh, right to be represented in the marketing place called the Internet. And if they do have a website and it's not up to snuff, then they have poor representation. Uh, and it could cause uh, a bad image to be developed. So you could be a great business and you have a poor website people are likely to believe that your great business is not so great. So, you know, what are the most important elements then that you think um, should be included so that there can be an effective website? So an effective website is one that will include elements that help people understand why they should be buying from you, why they should be loyal to you over other businesses. So, of course, that's a broad answer. And uh, there are specific examples for different types of businesses. Everyone's kind of different. We think of uh, the computer as being uh, not human. Um, Mm -hmm. And when we go on the Internet, um, sometimes it can be cold and and inhuman as well. Do we want to change that? Absolutely. Sorry. That's the Italian side of me. Um, Absolutely. You do want to change that. Um, Business always has been a congregation of human beings coming together. And we've used technology through history to facilitate that. And this is our our latest frontier is the Internet. Unfortunately, this congregation has eliminated human beings from actually being in physical proximity of each other and not even listening to each other's voices. Um, So, yes, it's dehumanized. And so it, in a way, weakens your... um, your leverage when you are negotiating with anyone in business, and you need to bring that humanity back. So that would be one of the elements that would be yes. important is to, to create something. Would mm-hmm. a video be one of those things? Then? So yes, uh, but a video would be a small component. Okay. It's, it's, how mm-hmm. you, um, it's how you synergize those different components. So sure, you should have a blog because a blog is a great opportunity to 
have a different subject. You could write a blog every day, um, or you could hire someone to write a blog every day, so long as the person who's writing the blog understands your business. And each blog having a separate title means that you have opportunity to link back to previous blogs that are related, and so on and so forth, giving your audience full control over managing their own data flow that they need to obtain from your business. So that's an example of a really effective tool to have included in your website. Mm -hmm. What about some things that you um, would say should be avoided? Things that should be avoided is, uh, I guess, trying too hard to um, to rank uh, high. And I, I say that uh, tongue-in-cheek because we're always trying to help our businesses rank higher. But if you try too hard, um, you'll actually... Uh, you'll actually accomplish the opposite. Um, so, for example, you might do something called uh, keyword spamming and um, or stuffing where uh, you you want to do well for a particular keyword, so you make sure that, it, that that keyword is written on every single page 10,000 times. Google hates that. All search engines hate that. And it's not helpful to, to the people reading your website. And so you got to keep your eye on the ball, and the ball is always your customer. Think about what your customer wants. And that should help your ranking. So, Jeff, a few years ago, you know, people were thinking about updating their website so that it was mobile friendly. Mm-hmm. And um, what would people be thinking about now at this, you know, this time in 2020? And what's the new thing that's coming out that Google is looking at for um, excellent website standards? Well, that's a perfect question uh, given the turn of uh, the new decade. 2020 now, what we have to do for Um, search engine optimization is completely different than what it was even just a year ago. So a year ago, I would have said, of course, it has to be mobile friendly because the majority of people actually browse the internet using their their devices as opposed to their computers. And uh, you have to write uh, in a particular way that is Google friendly and all this. Now what I'm saying is, yeah, of course, it still has to be mobile friendly, but we have to go a lot further. Google is spearheading the way towards development of AI, artificial intelligence. In other words, Google is turning itself into a human, and I would even say a superhuman. So Google is going to behave like a human. It's going to judge us the way, whether we like it or not, we judge others, and we are judged by others. And we're judged, we judge others based on our observations of how they deal with each other. We judge others based on how they deal with us. We judge others uh, on all these factors. Um, you know, do we trust them? Do we like them? Um, you know, will they go to bat for me? Um, what do other people think about them? And this is what we have to focus on in 2020. We build a website. We build it for your customer. We build it for your vendors. We build it for people. We build it so that you have an opportunity to help people as much as possible to be the best person you are. In other words, your business will operate in a way like an AI device and will be judged by Google and will be rewarded if you are a good person, if your business is a good business. So what sorts of content then needs to be developed to answer that? And what kinds of things are you going to want to put on that website? That's a beautiful question because... Really, um, there's never a simple answer. Um, 
But this one is fairly simple. I think the number one thing you need in 2020 now is a blog. And the more blogs you can write, the better. If you can write a blog every single day, then that would be better than if you did one a month. Why is that good? Because a blog is an opportunity for you to choose whatever topic that you think would be most helpful for the public to read. And if you write one every day, you would have 365 blogs by the end of the year. It's another opportunity for you to to do what we call bi-directional links. So within your blog, you're going to you're going to skim over some other topics that are covered in previous blogs. You have to link back to them. What does this do? Why is this helpful? Because your customers are going to go to your website and they're going to control their own navigation. You're not going to control them. They're going to control themselves. They're going to collect the information from you the way they want to collect it. When you have 365 blogs with 10,000 bi-directional links, you're giving 100% of the control to them. They're going to appreciate it. If they appreciate it, Google appreciate it. Google appreciates it, you'll rank. You rank, you'll do well. You're listening to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz, and we're talking with Jeff Christofferson of smartwebpros.com. Hookies, the cloud, and SEO, right after this SCB short commercial break. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Monica Braz, Communications Manager with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Today, we're talking with Jeff Christofferson, the president of smartwebpros.com. So, Jeff, to continue our conversation, you know, many websites pose, post an advisory that they're using um, cookies. And so for some people who maybe don't really understand this topic, what are cookies and how does a business use the information to help them gather insights on consumers. So when they drop a cookie onto your computer, whatever computer you're using when you're browsing the Internet, um, the cookie will go in and, given your privacy settings, will will suck out all the information about you. And you could be followed uh, by um, the, the corporation behind the website, you know, from here to eternity. Um, so that's what a cookie is in layman's terms. And they use it for no, more normally they use it for marketing so that you go in and you see, I don't know, a motorcycle and a particular uh, motorcycle, uh, CBR 500. And then next thing you know, every video game that you download and play and every uh, website you visit has a picture of that motorcycle. That's because you've got a cookie on your system. So a website gathers that information uh, where is that stored and who's responsible for it uh, and for the security of that information? Well, you never know exactly uh, where it's stored or who is responsible for it, but um, at least 85% of the time it's going to be a Google AdWords um, program. So you uh, drop a cookie uh, or you get a you know, you have a cookie on your system, and that that reveals who you are, reveals your Google account, revo- reveals other accounts that you have, and um, and reveals what websites you've visited, and um, and the people who dropped it are paying the public to click on whatever digital ad corresponds to it. Let's say the CBR five hundred that you were interested in buying. If someone clicks on that. Um, or if you click on that, uh, 
then the company that dropped the cookie onto your system is going to pay 25 cents or whatever. And that's how that's how it's done. From a business perspective, then the cookies are a good thing because it helps them advertise. Uh, as a consumer, though, uh, should I every once in a while clear my cookies? Well, it's uh, your call. Um, my personal um, point of view is probably I'm probably in the minority because I'm in the business. I'm not too worried about being spied on. I don't think anyone's going to do me any harm. What they're trying to do is sell me stuff. So then uh, the onus is on me to either resist buying or to go ahead and buy. The nice thing is that they're trying to sell me the stuff that I'm interested in. So well, I always compare that to if you know that I uh, like a particular brand of camera, uh, you'd tell me about it if there's something new coming out on it. Right. So it's it's just like that. Yeah, it can benefit us in many ways, right? So more and more of our data um, is being stored in the cloud. So, you know, we think about people use Google Drive, Dropbox. Um, what are some implications for businesses and individual users who um, choose to store in the cloud or maybe just choose to store like on a hard drive? Well, you know, at, at the end of the day, a cloud is way more reliable. Um, the technology is supported uh, by um, by huge institutions that have unlimited resources, so you never ha- have to worry about a hard drive frying and, and therefore your data is gone um, or anything like that. So um, to me, that's, that's the way to go. And so if we think about um, hiring an, or- you know, an organization such as yourself, such as Smart Web Pros, um, and we're looking for services such as website hosting or search engine op- optimization. What should um, a business know, you know, going in to uh, seek your services? Well, uh, I guess uh, one thing is that you can't expect um, a website by itself is going to bring you business. It just won't by itself. It needs help. A website is like a business card. If you don't pass out your business card, and you keep it in your wallet, it's not going to do anything for you. So before you spend a lot of money on building a website, uh, make sure that there's a marketing plan behind it. Uh, we do that at Smart Web Pros. We'll, we'll build a marketing plan around your website before you invest on the website so that you know what you're getting into. Speaking of investment and appropriating a budget for Internet and Internet interactions, um, how, uh, how do we do that? Do we do it as part of our advertising budget, uh, our operating budget? Um, how do we appropriate the, the, or, or a portion, an appropriate amount of money for this sort of thing? Well, that's a good question, and it's also probably um, the the uh, the best thing about um, where we're at now in 2020. Um, the fact is that if you put of your marketing budget in a website, uh, you're going to get a huge return. Um, You could put advertising dollars, you know, in, you know, anywhere. But um, in terms of the return on investment, there's just no better place. Uh, Because when you think about it, the cost of of a website, like you can, you can, that can be amortized over 10 years. And it becomes, you know, on a daily basis or on a monthly basis, extremely cheap. You compare that to any other form of advertising, um, and it's way more affordable. And because, really, 100% of the public are are online, even if they find you from uh, other uh, avenues, 
um, or even if they hear about you from other avenues, they're going to check you out on the website. And that's really probably where they're going to reach out to you. Jeff, you've provided a lot of information here in a short time. If people want to continue and get into an even deeper conversation, how do they get in touch with Smart Web Pros? The best thing to do is to go to smartwebpros.com. That's smartwebpros with an S at the end, dot com. Um, You have a website. (laughs) Yes, we we do. (laughs) Jeff, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thank you. You're listening to Ask BBB, and we've been talking with Jeff Christofferson, who is the president of smartwebpros.com. Smartwebpros.com is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Just search the BBB directory under Web Design, Internet Advertising, or SEO Services to find them and the link to that website. When we return, we'll have some notes on Data Privacy Day. Welcome back once more to Ask BBB, a weekly program produced by the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Brass. Monica is the Communications Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario. This morning, we're talking about business on the Internet. This coming Tuesday, January 28th, is Data Privacy Day. Data privacy is important to customers, and anything that's important to customers is also important to business. Business websites ask us for personal information so that they can contact us, and hopefully they can offer customers better services, and we will be a customer of theirs. So one of the standards for businesses accredited by the Better Business Bureau is that they have a privacy policy and that it is posted on each of their websites. Having a privacy policy and adhering to it is just smart business. It's an important part of building trust. So, uh, Monica, what are some of the things that we should know about the whole issue of privacy? Well, I'm going to refer to the information that can be found on BBB.org. In the message for businesses on data privacy, we list research-based tips from the National Cybersecurity Alliance, and we'll share some of those tips with you today. The first one is about transparency. Tell people how you'll be using the data that you collect about them. Don't just have that information in the privacy policy that many people won't click on, but tell them on the page where they input their information. And be sure that all employees are educated on your privacy policy and company values regarding personal information, as well as state in your policy what you and your employees do. What about the sharing of that information that we provide to businesses? Well, make sure that customers know how you're going to collect, use, and share their personal data. Any options that you provide them to control their personal information should be easy to use and effective. You can also educate your employees about safeguarding information and monitor the data protection practices of the partners and vendors with whom you are sharing personal data with. Uh, Monica, the explosion of the Internet and the ability of computers to store and then mine information has created this need for policies around personal data. Yes. In fact, the Personal Information Protection and Electronic Documents Act, or PEPIDA, came into force in Canada on January 1st, 2004. It governs all commercial transactions in the country except interprovincial commercial activities of organizations in a province where the province has enacted substantially similar legislation to the federal act. So that's fairly recent. Yeah, relatively so. And the one thing that's great, too, is that the government is constantly looking at privacy and adjusting um, the legislation to account for that. So there have been some changes in 2015 and most recently also in 2018. Wow. So Data Privacy Day that's coming up on January 28th really should be 
Data Privacy Month to give us uh, time to learn everything we need to know about privacy. Yeah, absolutely. The regulations can be a little bit complex, but really the goal of Data Privacy Day is really to give us a place to start. So a good resource is to visit bbb.org forward slash data privacy, and there you'll find tips about reviewing your privacy policy, as well as tips on building an effective privacy policy. And Monica, that's all our time for Ask BBB this morning. Remember, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. And if you have a question or guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. If you're interested in becoming a BBB-accredited business, go online to BBB.org forward slash Western Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Braz. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.